Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Love is for Hi, it's Emily, and we're back again for Believe in K-Pop, which feels almost ridiculous for me to say because you'll learn later in this episode why it feels ridiculous for me to say it. Um, But I don't have much of an intro for y'all this week. I I haven't interacted with any K-Pop stars or idols or something like that. Um, It's been just a vacation, kind of vacation visiting family, um, jumping around. I was in New York for a day spontaneously, like I said last week, Um, and then I was in Atlanta for a couple of days then I was in Alabama Gulf Shores Alabama with family for Memorial Day and I just got back from New Orleans today where I was hanging out with family for a couple of days too so it was a nice break um, hanging out with family although I wasn't in one place and you know the whole time it was great um, but this episode I I always say it and I say it all the time because I just said it again but I like um, I'm always excited for the people that come on um, but for this one um, it's a little different from the last ones. This is more, I think this is the most conversational um, interview that I've done so far. And uh, it's because uh, the guest made it so. Thank you very much. Um, the guest uh, is Danny Kim of DKDKTV um, on YouTube. If you don't already subscribe to them, then go do so. Um, but uh, I was very excited about this because, it, like I said, it's more of a conversation. Um and honestly, I don't know if it's going to be a good thing. I don't know if it's a good thing if it's more of a conversation, but you can kind of tell um, and I'm very casual. It was also pretty early in the morning. Also, a little bit of a disclaimer. Um, the conversation gets a little explicit and there are some things in here you might not really agree with. But that's what makes the podcast fun and interesting. So just wanted to give you guys a little bit of a disclaimer. It's a little more raunchier or explicit compared to my other ones. Ducks, if you guys are listening to this or Danny Kim solo stands, <laughs> if you're listening to this, hello, welcome. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah. Also, if you listen to the end where it sounds like I'm signing off, um, I'm not. And uh, he makes me feel like a Koreaboo and a half. So um, you should listen to the end of that. And uh, without further ado, here is the interview. Okay, what's up, people? We're back. And as I usually say, I'm super excited for interviews, but I'm really excited for this one because this one might get me um, more than like a thousand listens. So um, yeah. thank you. This That's the only your, reason why you're on right now. This is your moment <laughs> to make it. your one shot. There it is. And um, the person who's going to do that for me, who is our guest, is Danny Kim of the lovely DKDK TV YouTube channel. Um, I just want to point out that um, we met in May um, for the whole BTS week of everything, BBMAs and the concerts when they were there for their YouTuber fan meet. Um, I spoke a little bit about that. Uh, a couple of episodes ago but when I first introduced you guys I introduced y'all as brothers and I looked back at that oh actually I I, when I was editing the uh fan meet vlog I also noticed that and I was like (laughs) you you did not do research yes I did (laughs) yes I did I mean like oh my god we get that all the time but I think that's better than a couple yeah 
Because there's a a lot of people thinking, like, we're boyfriends. Um, We're not boyfriends. Wait, really? Okay, so I actually did my research, first of all. Mm -hmm. First, I have, well, I still have, like, my watch later. Mm -hmm. It has, like, over, it was at first 300 and something videos, but now it's down to 230. So I did my research. I, I, like, Of our videos? 230 videos of us? No, 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 no. It was, like, a mix of all three, all four of you guys. Way overestimating. But, <laughs> no, 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 no. You guys, well, you know, actually, when I was doing my research, I like, uh, it took a while, obviously, to go through Dre's channel, but y'all's had, I think it was between you and Roseanne's, like, had the least amount of videos. So it was pretty okay. easy to go through and tag ones that I, like, I would go through and just tag the ones I wanted to watch. I still have to watch a lot, but um, I did my research, so. Okay. Okay, okay goodbye okay. anyway <laughs> anyway thank you so much um you know another thing i want to mention that you mentioned to me when you were in la you were like we only want to do interviews with notable mediums and so with that the fact that you said you wanted to do an interview with me makes me feel mm. super valuable and as a notable medium so <laughs> thank you so very much i'm kidding did i I'm ever kidding. say that <laughs> you well, did. you're Emily Heidel. Oh, you pronounced my last name right. Okay. Um, Thank you. You're Emily Thank Heidel. you very much. From LA. Thank you. I, I'm not from LA. I'm not a. Uh, okay. No. Okay. You didn't do your research. Um, I'm actually from Atlanta, Georgia, if you remember correctly. And T. Yeah, right. Represent. Yeah, so we met in LA, um, uh-huh. and you're coming back to LA soon in August. Will you be doing another YouTuber fan meet? I don't want to do a family per se because I'm not that important <laughs> <laughs> or, or popular. But but but, but you well, want I, I to want... be important and popular, uh, correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, um, <laughs> I'm not the type of person that like really um, indulges on people's validation. Um, I'm not saying families are like that, but it's just like it's not. I don't think that's my th- type of thing. Um, I would rather do like some kind of um, interactive content, uh, like a live podcast uh, with the people or something like that, that would be more interesting than just saying hi and, you know, taking pictures. Like I'm, I, I'm, I'm more than happy to like take pictures with you, but, um, I would love to do more stuff that's a little bit deeper than just saying well, hi. Mm. Wasn't that what you guys did with the ducks that were here? Like your own separate oh, sort yeah. of smaller fan meet, right? Yeah. Um, so we have a Discord chat for our supporters um, mm-hmm. who give us a lot of money. <laughs> They're special. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be honest. Okay. They pay the rent. Uh-huh. Um, and <laughs> basically, uh, we met them and we did like a very intimate, we bought them lunch. And basically, I was about. 25 people, 30 people, um, and we got to hear their stories about why they subscribe to us. Not only that, but like how the the, the funny thing is like the, the really touching part was like they built their own community. We have our own community. Wow. And it wasn't like we did anything to build it. We didn't do anything except for maybe provide the Discord chat for them. And like they're, they already knew each other very well, even more than they knew us maybe for some wow. of them. So, wait, wait, so, so like okay. it was just like friends, and then we just happened to be there. Um, wow, so it, was, it was amazing. Yeah, that part was really amazing. How many people are in this Discord chat? I think right now the current number is like seventy, but not all of them are active, of course. Um, so there's like maybe 
I don't know, 40 to 50 really active people. Okay, I was going to say, because you can just leave Discord chats and you can, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. How, have there ever been people that just leave because, you know, the yeah. conversation goes somewhere that they don't want it to? Or is it more of like, hey, I, I can't support you guys this um, month, so. I, I mean, there's people that come and go because, A, it's like, sometimes it can be overwhelming um, if you're not used to it. There's a lot of people talking. Um, it's a very constant conversation about a lot of stuff. Like the thing, the funny thing is like, we don't even really talk about K-pop half the time. <laughs> it's like, I was going to say, I want to do my research and I was like, can you let me in for two seconds? But then I was like, no, I don't want to oh, do that. Well, yesterday <laughs> we had a fun conversation about how Korean uh, teenagers, boys, uh -huh. <laughs> how, they, how they jack off. We had, a, we had a conversation about that. We had a half hour conversation about that because um, I, I don't know if it's like sex toys uh, for men used to be illegal or it's that uh, just teenagers can't afford them or can't buy them because they're minors. But mm -hmm. um, they have some creative ways, you know, um, of jerking off. So um, Can't you like you can use your hand? Right. Um, I know, but like, like, it's like I've been doing that since like ten. So, <laughs> oh, that <laughs> it gets, gets boring. boring after year five. <laughs> you okay. can be creative. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know men used. No, I, I, I don't do that, but uh, there are a lot Some of people, people do. do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So I want to make that clear. Okay. I don't fuck grapefruit. <laughs> Okay, thank you for the clarification. Um, okay, back to your fans. Um, speaking of your fans, <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. your fans. Now, you guys have, obviously, the Ducks as a whole, but Danny Kim's fans. Because, I mean, you guys, you and David are very different people. Um, as I've also learned, as I've continued to research, um, you guys, you're, you're obviously a little more... Um, crass with what you say um and you out of everybody and you've explained it to me um out of the two of you i guess are the is you're the one that's getting canceled most of the time so um the people who love danny kim can you mm -hmm. describe them to me who are they mm, they're smarter people <laughs> okay they're more mature okay they don't oh, okay and cry <laughs> whenever they hear something they don't want uh -huh. I mean, no offense to David fans, but you know, like, yeah. Damn. And, okay. and I, I honestly think like there's David fans. There's like fans that only like David, but there's very few fans that only like me. Um, mm. I think most of my uh, fans, in quotation marks, are actually just fans of DKDK TV. But maybe they prefer my personality a little bit more but they still like david whereas a lot of david's fans they're like i fucking hate danny <laughs> <laughs> and you know like i would uh stay subscribed only if danny was out like your your channel will be so much better if he was not in the picture um wow. and i get a lot of those comments and i i, I have a good laugh mm. i, I yeah, am not I, i'm not really hurt by that yeah no yeah i remember you saying that you um you know, or you mentioning, and I'm sure it's in, in uh, PD's podcast, but mm -hmm. um, how you'll search out, you know, negative comments about you all and oh, yeah. you'll retweet it. And I saw you did that yesterday. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> was or bored. I guess a few hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> I was, was going to say, did you have a bad day or were you bored? Oh, um, um, no, today was a good day. Um, it was a good so day. it was like a celebratory uh, 
retweet. It's like, there you go. Here's the idiot of the day. (laughs) Nice. Okay. Yeah, you got a good... I wonder, these people, when you, like, retweet them, do they ever, like, DM you? Like, why the... Why why would you do that? They they usually just block me. Um, Oh, did this person block block you? I I don't know. I don't really go check, but uh, they usually either delete or block, or sometimes they uh, try to, like get back like trying to make a comeback which which i really look like those type of people because <laughs> you know i'm i like fighters <laughs> so, so, okay you know, okay I, I don't like quitters i don't like quitters uh so <laughs> i like those type of people so i'll what i'll do is i'll try to aggravate them even more <laughs> to make them even oh. more triggered and actually pd uh cut this part out of the podcast because he thought it was oh. too uh you know uh, it could be too controversial, but that's one of my hobbies. Like I, I like to really piss off people on on the internet. <laughs> why? Why do you like doing that? Uh, You're I like a public troll. Yeah, exactly. I like I um, love trolling. I love trolling. I want to be like the you know you know Sully right from FX. Uh. No. Okay. okay. Well. Yikes. Well, well. Wow. Oh, that shows your. Uh, <laughs> What is this I'm show trying. called again? K-pop belief? <laughs> what the fuck do you believe? I'm really trying. <laughs> um, Look, I don't yeah, know so a lot of second gen stuff. Okay, 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 she's second gen. At least you know that. Um, <sighs> yes. And she's basically like a super troll on um, her Instagram. Like she just trolls the shit out of the Korean internet, and Korean people get pissed and pissed. <laughs> and she just makes them even more pissed with every single uh post she posts on instagram so it's like i think she enjoys the little like attention that she gets um every time people like are pissed at her and personally like that's a guilty pleasure of mine um i know some it can look sad but uh hey you i mean everyone has their guilty pleasure yeah, yeah yeah what's yours oh um i would say it's probably watching keeping up with the kardashians i feel better feel about my go- now. <laughs> wait no okay <laughs> look i feel like it's on the same level see a guilty pleasure is supposed to you're, you're supposed yeah, yeah, to feel yeah, yeah, a certain yeah. way but yeah so uh keeping up is probably my guilty pleasure uh-huh. anyway with you doing this and searching out negative people's you know tweets about you what does it ever make you feel bad are you like yes like they said like mm-hmm. when does it ever like really affect you if it does I well, there's sometimes I I do I do get um not offended I don't really get offended but I get pissed because sometimes people make false claims, um and that really yeah. affects my per, uh, professional career or or mm-hmm. even my personal life um so mm-hmm. so those type of people that make ridiculous claims um about me um mm-hmm. are the ones that are really successful at pissing me off so. <laughs> Now I'm just giving all the hints, like, go off, kids, <laughs> to all Wait, the so, uh, 15-year-old kids that have nothing to do. Just um, How do you know they're all 15? Um, if, or they're, like, if, they're like, or if they're, like, over 15 and they're doing that shit, like, wow, I feel bad for your life, man. <sighs> yeah, I mean, you never know. When people are like, oh, it's just yeah. 13-year-olds, it's like, nah, you never, some people I know, I know, because, like, yeah. sometimes I call them out and, and they're like, 
yo, I go to college. <laughs> you know, I have a full-time job. <laughs> Speaking of, you know, you're saying that, you know, you like to piss people off. Um, and another conversation we had while you were in LA, and I guess kind of here, you were like, yeah, I want to, you know, have an, a meaningful opinion and, you know, mm-hmm. one day be of the people. Um, so, or I guess a voice of the people, whatever. Um Mm-hmm. You said that you wanted to be like the guy that people go to um, for K-pop, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and you you see people like Eric Nam as yeah. competition, right? I can do way fucking better than that guy. Yikes! Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, Yo, Eric Nam, if you're what, if you're listening to this, I bet you are since I'm on it now. Uh, <laughs> I'm calling you out. Uh, you're, uh, watch your ass. Yeah, watch your ass. Cause wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I actually think I've uh, been like, you guys should listen to the K-pop, K-pop podcast. It's really nice on here. And now you're like totally trashing him. Um, Eric Nam, I like, I like your work. Um, but you said, so we don't get you completely canceled by Eric Nam or Nam Nation as they call I themselves. I fucking hate you, Eric Nam. I'm not just kidding. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I love, I, I've, I've actually, uh, been to like. Uh, one of his shows and stuff, and I've actually seen him a lot. I haven't talked mm-hmm. to him. Before. Seems mm-hmm. like a really nice guy. Um, yeah. I fucking hate him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you said you fucking you hate or you see everyone that is like that has a higher subscriber account, or whatever, uh-huh. as like competition. And then yeah. once once you pass, so say once you pass Eric Nam, will mm-hmm. you not hate him, or will he always be? Competition. Um, no, I I will stop hating once I, <laughs> once I get the Eric Nam spot. So um, yeah, Eric like Nam, we could be bros later. Uh, <laughs> what is he like the ultimate like person you like look up to or like? No, I don't. I don't really look up to him. I just or not think, look up to. Um, I mean, I I have like no personal feelings against Eric Nam. Let me just be be clear, since um, I, some yes. some dumb people don't get sarcasm or my jokes. Uh, <laughs> uh like I just um want to be in his position like i just yeah. want that spot where like he gets to interview all the famous people coming out from outside of korea into korea so i want to have the other position the other way around where like i get to interview people that are going outside of korea um i get to be like the k-pop expert um uh-huh. but honestly like considering like the shit that i said on my youtube channel i i don't think i really have a high chance of getting that <laughs> position uh because i just said like like at this point, I'm like I've given up. <laughs> it's like, no company's gonna fucking hire me. <laughs> but it's no, okay. but you you said that um you said that you want to be like Eric Nam, but the opposite in terms of like, but yeah. also the opposite in terms of like uh you know personality too. Yeah, exactly. Like you're not supposed to be him. So no. um you're like the K-pop expert that control um and have you know sarcastic opinions. Mm-hmm. That's who you are. I want to um, be like the queen, but but way more uh, yeah. inappropriate way more inappropriate jeez how how do you expect k-pop um like you know star or idols and artists whatever to let you interview them if they're like that since i've interviewed quite a few before um like mm-hmm. the, the 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 thing that i i noticed was like they actually kind of want that the companies don't really want that the companies mm-hmm. don't want that but the idols themselves they want to be treated like human beings right Mm -hmm. they don't want to be treated like on a pedestal like special Mm -hmm. like you know this diamond thing you know (laughs) they don't want to be treated like Mm -hmm. diamonds they want to be treated like you know bros and um actual human beings and um the funny thing is like i think they appreciate 
it more when I treat them like, you know, I guess not a bro, but like just, you know, a, a friend, like a friend would. Um, I'm very, I'm very mean to my friends. Like I, I like to be, I like to make fun of people a lot. Um, so I think they kind of appreciate that or maybe not all of them, but a lot of them, because like every, every, every interview they go to must be so suffocating. They're asked the same questions yeah. and they always have like the same tonality, you know, like all these like proper, correct questions and the proper, correct answers. That's like so fucking, um, you know, they're all the same. Yeah. So, uh, I hate the cookie cutter shit. So like, um, I think they would really appreciate that. Okay, so I had the lovely chance to interview and interact with um, mm-hmm. SM and NCT a few weeks ago. And mm-hmm. um, in doing that, um, I saw kind of what you were saying. Um, they censored the hell out of uh, questions, mm-hmm. and rightfully so, because they don't want anything to get mixed up in translation, especially the setting they were in then was a new crowd that they'd never really been in front of. Um, and it was a stadium where everything is just live. And so, so when you've done past interviews or when you've interacted how do you get around you know the labels being like nope only ask these questions here's the thing we, we couldn't <laughs> we're not in that spot so then, yet so, we're not well, so, no, so, then, yet. so when you're saying like you know they appreciate the it more mm-hmm. no when they you said they appreciate it more when you act mm-hmm. like you're their their friend is that are you saying it in terms of like before you start recording or are you saying it when you've been think, just in casual settings with them um even during recording there's like i mean i don't say offensive stuff because obviously like the companies don't allow that right but i try to just get to them on a more human level i don't try to ask them questions that are like you know really cookie cutter stuff like mm-hmm. you know what do you think of your fans or of course they're gonna like their fans. They give them money, you know. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I like. I try to like relate to them a lot on a personal level. So I think um, a good example would be M Flying interview that we did. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the best interview, I'll be honest. But I think um, even before the interview started, um, like I started talking about them. They're they're like a band, right? Right. And I used to be really into rock music and I used to play guitar myself. So like they I'm sure they're asked like all these sorts of questions, but I, I just started talking about like guitars and guitar trading and shit like that. And they got really into it and then they're like we started talking about stuff like that, which is mm-hmm. really niche and you would never talk about like guitar trading. <laughs> Right. right. But you related but, to that. But I used to like I used to be obsessed with like collecting guitars and shit. So I was like, oh like I, I, I go to this website. We have this website for guitar trading uh in Korea and I was like, Oh, I used to go to this website and like trade guitars like every other month. And trade guitars, mm-hmm. really? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the funny thing is like one of them really, really vibed with me. And mm-hmm. he was like kind of like the rock star type of personality and i really like enjoyed his down to earth and also like kind of like don't give a fuck mentality and the funny thing was like a few months later he got kicked out of the band because right it's that was, one yeah <laughs> <laughs> so like i'm like the yeah. one guy that i actually vibe with <laughs> so he gets kicked out of course it can't be a fucking k-pop idol <laughs> yeah i was waiting i was like i think it's uh, that one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so that, that, i guess that kind of shows like you know maybe i'm not or the market is not ready, or maybe I'm not ready. Uh, like my personality won't work, but I honestly could, you know, I don't really care. 
um, if that if like my, I don't get that right non-position, it's it's all right. In terms of like getting to that point, um, do you feel like people are going to have to start canceling you less, or do you think that people are mm-hmm. going to have to start canceling you more, and eventually people are going to be like, who the fuck is this dude? Like, and then people will be like, ah, oh, you know what? So many people hate him that we're going to put him at that point. Or do you think people are going to have to start recruiting That's actually an more? interesting approach. Um, <laughs> I never thought yeah. of it that way. But maybe I should take that uh, strategy. <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't think, to be honest, like that approach I, that approach could work in mm-hmm. a lot of other, other industries and other fields. But I don't think that approach would work in K-pop just because the mentality of a lot of bands and the mentality of k-pop labels is they're just like really scared of k-pop fans like a lot of labels are just scared or (laughs) they're actually scared well like scared as in like Mm -hmm. i know i know what you mean like i I worked in a k-pop company um yeah distributor so like whenever we have fan meets we'd be scared in the sense like oh fuck what's gonna happen today (laughs) <laughs> some fuck, some idiot fucker is gonna try to go into the restroom while while the idol's in there and trying to like collect his pee or something. Damn. Like that actually happened, yo. That actually happened. Uh, so really? Yeah. So like, sure, like that happens. Um, and we're like scared in the sense that um, we don't know what the fuck they're gonna do and we don't know what the fuck they're gonna be pissed off at. So like, we might as well just not take any chances, take the least amount of chances. So. Mm-hmm. I think um, the latter strategy that you uh, talked about, I don't think that would really work for me. Does it bother you for people who are budding YouTubers um, that, you know, just whether they want to make it to your level or not, um, you know, what's your best piece of advice for them? Um, Kind Mm. of touching on that and how, like, you know, I think from my perspective, I feel like the YouTuber market is very saturated. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you think the same thing. I think we talked about this. You said It it is. For people who are, you know, wanting to get into YouTube, do you have any suggestions for them? Or do you say, like, nope, go try another platform. Um, we already um, got this on lock kind of thing. Don't fucking start because I don't need any <laughs> more competition. <laughs> uh, but but uh, in all honesty, um, I think the number one thing is um, authenticity. Our world lacks authenticity. And honestly, like, a lot of uh, people can sense the lack of authenticity when they see it some don't but um like a lot of people can do it and can sense it and i think um right now what um the youtube space i don't want to say lacking but at least the k-pop youtube space a lot of a lot of there's a lot of youtubers that are k-pop youtubers but Mm -hmm. um a lot of them are lacking authenticity because they're just held by the balls of these k-pop fans that will just devour them whenever they say anything slightly negative about their fucking old bus. So, <laughs> so let's make a fucking revolution and free the speech of K-pop YouTubers. Um, so authenticity is one thing. And another thing mm-hmm. is you need to be really different now. You need to be super different. You need to stand out. So, um, like, I, I, I sometimes lecture um, about, like, you, uh, to, like, these new YouTubers about mm-hmm. how to be successful on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And the number one thing they lack is, like, they don't know what makes them special. 
Um, and I think this is a very difficult thing to answer, honestly, because we didn't know either for like the first year or so of starting YouTube. And um, once you find that, it's it becomes very, very easy after that. Like, you know what your strengths are and what you uh, what your selling point is. Then, mm-hmm. like, it's like you just sell the shit. You just exploit the shit out of it. Like, And so I'm assuming your selling point was like Korean guys talking about K-pop, mm-hmm. right? Thanks, okay. mom. Thank okay. God. Because <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have worked anywhere else. Yeah. Um, so, so then, okay, okay. So when you when it, you know, you said you kind of started getting serious about it like a year in, right? Mm -hmm. So when you got serious about it, did you sit down and talk about like, I'm sure you did, you talked about like, okay, how do we market this in our own way? Or, you know, how do we, Mm -hmm. um, you know, strategize and use a vision, all that stuff. Has your marketing tactics, have they changed in the last two Mm -hmm. years? I don't know if they changed, but um, we've so we our our motto is digging deeper into decreeing wave. Yeah. Although although we usually just talk about K-pop. Um, yeah. So like our goal as what what we found was like the blue ocean was there's a lot of channels talking about like a lot of good stuff about Korea and the happy stuff about K-pop, mm. but what we found was like people don't really understand the context of like first a K-pop songs. Um, they really don't understand the context of K-pop songs. So I saw a lot of mistranslations. So I thought we could uh, exploit mm-hmm. that market, mm-hmm. <laughs> that untouched, <laughs> those untouched, yeah, uh-huh. uh, and also um, I I wanted to give give a deeper appreciation of. Korean culture in general because I found not only just YouTubers but also just the Korean tourism board and the Korean government in general. Korea in general. We're stuck right now at what I call the Statue of Liberty face. Like I coined this term. Give me a pat on the head. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Statue of uh, Liberty <laughs> term. Uh, st- mm. Statue of Liberty uh, face where like so when we think about New York we we, we a lot of people I don't know about America, but a lot of people in Korea want to be a, a New Yorker. And, and really? they want to be a New Yorker because they admire the, they fantasize about the lifestyles of being a New Yorker. And if you think about what a, being a New Yorker is, it's actually like not that glamorous, right? You live in a really know. shitty apartment with a lot of cockroaches with like way expensive rent and with three other people in a single room. Um, so sure. it's not that glamorous. But people still idolize that and fantasize about that because, like, that's also part of the culture. Like, people don't mm-hmm. want to go be a New Yorker because of the Statue of Liberty. But right now, Korea is right now stuck stuck in the phase of, oh, people want to be, you know, um, people want to come to Korea because of, uh, I don't know if you've been to Korea, but uh, like the palaces, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, what what, what do you guys like? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I've been to yes. Korea once, and it was for like two days. No, uh, not because of BTS. Shut okay. up. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm like, this is the meanest I've ever been to. Yes. <laughs> sorry. Um, no, I, I mean, I, I'm sure that is. Actually, I watched, you know, in watching your videos, there was one um, where they were talking about a girl was like, if you want to come to Korea because of K-pop and BTS, I would say don't come. Oh. Um, but I'd say a lot of people, uh, do, do, I'm sure that. that's their yeah, point. Yeah. 
I'm not saying that's wrong, but I think um, like we're at that phase right now. But I wanted to bring more depth into like our culture, and I think part mm-hmm. of that is explaining the cultural context of which how Korean people think. Like that's that's I think that's like the the definition of culture is like how this one uh, people like this this people in this single country in this single culture think and what their ideologies are like right so i think like that's the very essence of culture and i wanted to dig deeper so that people could appreciate that as well um and so what we're doing is like we're providing the social context so that they can understand us better in, in a way so that they just can appreciate the culture more than just the surface level of these shiny things like k-pop which Mm -hmm. i don't think is bad but it's like uh, you could appreciate k-pop even more once you understand like the problems we have in our country like bts they talk about a lot of social issues and Mm -hmm. it's very hard to relate or understand if you're not korean so we provide that bridge for them i uh i don't think i would ever live in korea i don't think i would um but obviously um because i'm i'm actually to be honest like kind of like intimidated because of no no (laughs) not racist but i think like you know from learning different things and again watching your videos Mm -hmm. um i'm kind of like i don't know if i would fit well in this society um where i'm used to you know being able to act how I want to yeah. and there are like societal like norms of like you have to like do certain you know women are expected to act not like a certain way like yeah. like you're you know like, but you. well that and also well, not even really that but like <laughs> it's more of like it's more of like uh I don't know it's just like different ways that women are supposed to act and I feel like yeah. I wouldn't be able to mold to it so I'm kind of like I don't know if I would work well there and also the Mm -hmm. working the workforce is just like of like the work yeah yeah it's uh it's much different or much more intense um so I don't know if I would be able to work there but um that's why I'm like I don't know if I would be able to anyway um do you think that a lot of um I mean the people that are you know expats that live there um do they pretty much stay in Itaewon or like do they like well, you know. I, I think there's like two types of expats here. Um, well, I think that's like true for any country, really, like even America. Like there's people that live in L.A. and they only stay in Koreatown, right? Yeah. So um, like, and they don't speak a lot of English. So I think that's the same here. Like there's a lot of people. Oh. I think the majority of people, this, uh, they just come here and they don't really mingle with the locals because unless they're women, uh, because <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> because it's like okay. it's like uh, a lot. Truthfully, a lot of people that do a lot of the expats that come here are English teachers and they're not going to like stay here for a long time. So that's understandable. But then there's like a few and that are actually really integrated into Korean culture or are interested in learning the language. And I take that one step further. So like the people, the foreigners that I hang out with are usually those type of people um, because it's more relatable. They understand both cultures. Um, Mm -hmm. So like. If you want to live in Korea and you want to really like mingle with Korean people, I think you should like be able to speak Korean to a certain extent and also yeah. know the culture very well. Yeah. Well, someone was saying that um, <clears throat> that it's hard to um, make Korean friends because people are naturally a little more closed off as well. Mm, 
who said that? <laughs> Someone in your video said that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh that that person. Well, she's a loser. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, I hope to God she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> uh, no, but but like I understand where she she's coming from because like um Koreans like unlike unlike Americans it's like we're not very open to strangers interactions um so like saying hi in an elevator would be awkward and shit like that so we're very closed off mm. well they are closed off i'm not really closed off but uh mm-hmm. but like <laughs> the thing with that is like since we're so like not used to interactions from strangers when a stranger comes and interacts with us like we really welcome it um or at least i welcome it yeah come say hi really? to really okay yeah if you see danny and uh Hongdae, you should go say hi to him yes you just recently posted um something about how you wanted to read a book a year um for the rest of the or sorry a book a year a book a week (laughs) i was a little too ambitious there (laughs) 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 um a book a week for the rest of the year um and it's been you tweeted that on the 21st and it's now 28th so it's been exactly a week (laughs) have you done that or have you even started to do that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was like gonna say, have you even started? Um, oh, yeah, I have. Um, so, oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, I'm really into philosophy and um, having existential crises um, mm-hmm. at late at night. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so what's the book you're reading now? Uh, this is I don't know. I'm reading in Korean, so I don't know the. I, I think the English title is Apologia for the Intellectual. Um, it's by Jean-Paul Sartre. Okay. Do, do you know the philosopher? philosopher? I do not. I don't. Okay. He's like a, he's like a very Marxist <laughs> philosopher. Uh huh. <laughs> and basically, like, um, I just picked it up because it was short, <laughs> and okay. it was about oh. philosophy. But, uh, but it's really so interesting small. because, like, it it talks about like, uh, it talks about, um, what makes an intellectual. Um, what makes an intellectual? What's the purpose of intellectuals? And what do they have to do? What what defines an intellectual? Stuff like that. What's the role of an intellectual in the society? And it's a very Marxist heavy book. So I don't really agree with all of its ideologies and its ideas. Mm-hmm. But basically mm-hmm. it tells, talks about like basically intellectuals are like there's experts. There's experts that know a lot. Um, okay. So they're like people that have received, you know, college education or maybe even higher than that. And they are very, you know, they have a lot of expertise in their field and stuff like that. And they're basically, according to this Marxist theory, at least, they're basically in between the uh, bourgeoisie and the, uh, what do you call that? Uh, the upper class? The lower class. Um, so... Basically, they're in between. They're they're stuck in between. And Uh um, the reason they're stuck in between is because, like, uh, they are essentially, like, they're not creators. They don't create true value in this world in in an essence that is uh, in the Marxist terms. But at at the same time, um, whatever they study, it's actually, like, based on a system that the Brzezis, they have created. So, like, it's... Like what the rich people have created, uh, like they, they've created colleges, right? They have this educational system. And these experts that have received education from that system 
are gonna follow the system. So they are not true intellectuals in the sense that they are not fighting against the system. True intellectuals, they have a say, and and they have like self awareness in in the、mm-hmm. sense that like they're aware that okay, I received this education and I'm at like I've received this brainwashing, so I'm gonna、mm-hmm. fight against it. But at the same time, I'm gonna utilize utilize the knowledge that I have in order to fight against it. So it's like a very complex thing,、mm-hmm. but basically. An intellectual, you know, they try to change. They try to bring change to society, and、um, that was really. This is really interesting because, like, I that's that's what I would potentially like to do in the future, like、uh, bring change to society,、um, to a, a greater good, or、um, to the direction that I think is a greater good. So,、um, I thought this was a very interesting book.、Um, I'm still like reading it. I'm like seventy percent done, but.、Uh, Yeah, to be an intellectual, the intellectuals are the ones that are in the middle, and then the bourgeoisie yeah, is the one, right? But then, but the 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 upper class is the one that's bringing change. But no, then you said you no, want to be able intellectuals, are, the experts, and the intellectual. So the experts are like just the people that are knowledgeable and they're educated. They're well educated. They have like high positions and jobs and stuff, but they're still under the system, so they're not a true、right. bourgeoisie. Whereas intellectuals, they start. Intellectuals come from experts. They're edu. They're well. They're well educated too, because you need to be well educated in order to bring change. You need to know the system in order to bring change to the system.、Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they they don't really strive to become the bourgeoisie, but they just strive to change the system. They try. They're very self-aware. They're very self-aware that there's this system has brainwashed them, and they have worked on you know making him. The slave of the bourgeoisie. So、um, mm. basically, they're very self-aware. They try to bring change, and I think、um, I want to be that person. That I became very self-aware these days. So、um, yeah, I'm I'm very self-aware. And、uh, how did you become self-aware? I watched a lot of Love, Death, Robots. Oh, <laughs> what a segue!、Okay. Oh wow, that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm not gonna take that segue.、Um, <laughs> Enough no, about fucking books. Nobody gives a shit about this Marxist.、Uh... I do. Okay. So speaking of um love, death, and love, death, robots. Yeah. Um, you you really wanted to talk about this um、oh, animated. Oh yeah.、Short. Everybody, go fucking watch. <laughs> okay. Love, death, robots. <laughs> It's the fucking best shit on Netflix, and it will、I'm、give、trying. you depression.、Uh-huh. Why? I'm looking at like it, it says、uh-huh. the animated anthology series includes tales that explore alternate histories, life for robots in a post-apocalyptic city, and a plot、mm-hmm. for world domination by super intelligent yogurt. What?、Uh-huh. So, What? so, so, so basically, <laughs>、um, I, I, I don't exactly know the backstory, but、uh, basically, it's like every single episode, they're separate stories. They're like really short episodes,、oh, okay. like 15 minutes, 10 minutes long. And they're all animated by different animators, so they all have a different art style. And like,、um, basically, they gave gave like the theme of love, death, and robots,、mm. and then just said, like go nuts.、Um, that's that's how I understood it. And I, I I'll have to admit, like, not all the episodes are great.、Um, there are some、okay. pretty mediocre ones, but here 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 are some of the good ones. Uh, uh, let me let me just. Suggest them. Okay. okay. First one is.、Uh, let me bring up my Netflix. Okay. 
I'm, How I'm many very seasons passionate are there? About. It's the first there's, season. There's right? one season, and um, there's like 15 episodes or something. So you can watch it like in a single seating, sitting. Um, mm-hmm. It's like two hours uh, total. So. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I said this was going to be 30 minutes, and we've doubled oh. that. Um, but Only 30 okay. minutes for me? For you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, people are going to be wanting more. No? Okay. I mean, aren't you oh, the least the liked up. of DKDKTV? I said, aren't you the least liked of DKDKTV? But I'm DKDKTV. People... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I guess the, the real fans are the ones uh-huh. that really like you. So mm. they'll probably mm. listen for more than that. Mm. So anyway, um, before we go, um, another mm. thing, I always am referring back to our conversations, but one of the things you talked about was like you stopped, and you said at the beginning, you said you've learned how to not give a crap. Mm-hmm. Um about what people say or you try not to let it bother you mm-hmm. um at what point and how do you harness that for people out here who are trying mm-hmm. not to like Give a be a, so, yes yes um like in the general sense or like in the sense of being a public persona both i think about it this way um even the nicest person in the world like tom brady well, actually, everybody hates Tom Brady, so that mm. doesn't count. Um, <laughs> who's a nice person? Who's uh-huh. a nice person? <laughs> no, he's not. He's not a mean person. The I know, but just like everybody just fucking hate him because like he's like just uh-huh. too perfect, right? Like he okay. has. Okay. Like, so I don't know, the nicest Bulls. person. So uh, the nicest person. I don't know. I can't think of like Tom uh, Hanks. He's a Tom fucking Hanks. nice That's guy. That's good. That's good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> even Tom Hanks has haters. Even people, okay. even Tom Hanks right. will say, have people say like he's a, I don't know, whatever, like he's, um, part of a Jesus cult or something. There, there will be people <laughs> that will be making shit up with Tom Hanks uh, about Tom Hanks, and there will be people that are degrading his value and stuff like that. No matter how famous, how great of a person, how, uh, you know, not um like attackable you are. Mm-hmm not unlikable you are how likable you are you will still be attacked from somebody somebody will still have a gripe with you and i realized that i realized that before i did not realize that before i thought like i had a genuine issue with my personality maybe maybe i do but uh everybody has issues but anyway like i i i did not like um understand that and then like i started realizing hey like all these great people like that are super successful and are like super likable even they have a lot of people saying shit about them and yet they're still successful it doesn't stop them and also another thing that i realized is like a lot of successful people like tom brady a lot of people Mm. fucking hate them but Mm -hmm. they're still successful Right. Right. (laughs) right yeah so i'm like i can't be tom hanks but i i want to be like tom brady i can't be really tom brady but uh well, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, in a sense, I'm undrafted. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I do not have a perfect beginning in my life. <laughs> so so uh-huh. I, maybe I can be the Tom Brady of YouTube. <laughs> Jeez, you should, you should change that. <laughs> have you that. met Tom Brady before? Uh, I've been around no. him. I have not oh, met really? him now. Okay, so yes. yeah, I, yeah, okay. Well, next time you're around him, can I uh, invite me? Because I really want to meet Tom Brady. Um, so like, like, like that's that's my thought. Like, even Tom Brady has haters, a lot of haters, and right. I'm like, okay, fuck you, world. I'm gonna just like live once, 
do whatever the fuck I want and be successful and eat my shit. And like on a personal <laughs> level, um, on a personal level, uh-huh. I'm, I used to not really give a fuck about anybody really. Um, actually like that, it was the opposite. So like on, on the personal sense, I did not give a fuck about my relationships with other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, like on YouTube, I would, um, but then it, it's reversed. So like right now I, what I realized on a personal level is you can't really not give a fuck about everything. Um, it's, 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 if you, if you go that route, then your life can become very miserable because mm. like, then why are you really like living or going outside and meeting people if you don't mm-hmm. really give a fuck about them? Mm-hmm. So like what I realize is you have to give, you only have a limited amount of fucks that you can really give. And they're very okay. limited. They're very limited. Yeah. You can't give a, an infinite amount of fucks. So you okay. have to choose your fucks wisely in order to like where to like allocate them. Um, <laughs> like you have to choose like your, you know, um, where to allocate your resources mm-hmm. properly. So um, my approach now is like um, I don't give a fuck about like 99% of the people that I meet. But at least like the 1% that really care about me, I do care about um, how they feel or uh, like how they interact with me. So, um, yeah, I realized like not giving a fuck 100% is not really the road to happiness, which I did think previously. But uh, Mm -hmm. you have to give only fucks to people that are willing to give a fuck about you. Okay, so then how um, you seem you're a very you seem to be a very uh, calculated person. Um, <laughs> would you say that's true? <laughs> uh, would you, well, you you don't give a fuck, but you're very calculated. Well, okay, yeah, like. I, I I will say this. I will say this. What I learned from human interaction is that humans are humans are very very uh, put off by people who only want to take right Mm. Mm. right i'm also like that too so what i don't give a fuck about is people that only want to take and when i when i meet people i really want to give like i want to give my energy i want to give them you know my vibes and Mm -hmm. i want to like I don't want to be like, take, take, take. Like, I want, I don't want to like, you know, I'm not like the, the people that I give a fuck about. I'm not like meeting them so like I can, you know, get something from them or like, you know, oh, I need this person because I feel down or something like that. Like, I, I want to be somebody who can provide for them. And what was the question? <laughs> what was the question again? I think, I don't think. It was, oh, I'm very calculative, really... right? I'm very yeah, calculative. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So in that sense, like I, I now i i realize like i don't have all the time in the world to like you know meet all these people and like give a shit about them so i realize like i'm only going to meet people that can give me something then i, I want to give back and it's a positive interaction is it's a it's a fruitful you know communication and interaction when i meet them i don't want to be meeting people that um you know just take so in that sense, I, yes, I am very calculative because I only have a limited amount of time in my life. Yeah. So, so do you feel like as <clears throat> since becoming a YouTuber or you know being one of the you know top K-pop YouTubers, um, do you feel like you've come in contact with more people that uh, are wanting to take from you? Yes. Or okay. 
I, I guess <laughs> that, that makes sense. Answer. That makes sense. That was no, no, no. It makes sense. I, I guess maybe I'm ultra sensitive because there's a lot of people that are trying to just take away from me, um, like take, 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 take. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I kind of understand like why uh, a lot of celebrities become assholes. You know, like Justin Bieber. Right. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm with it just to me, but but um, like I mean I, I get it. I, I kind of understand like because like they there's just so fed up with people treating you like a product. In a sense, I am a product. Uh, I am a product, but um, it's like they only see you as the product and nothing else. They only see the functional value or uh, the, the functional value or the promotional value in you, and they don't really see you or treat you like a human being, which I understand from like a business point of view, like it's it's sometimes like it just works that way. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like if you're thinking about that, then I would also have to consider you from a purely functional and, you know, a promotional point of view. And if that does not match, then I just don't want to talk to that person anymore. Like if, if, it, if it does match and it's like a business setting, then I would be understandable. I would be understanding. Like I would be like, OK, like if our ends meet, then like I think we can do something together. But if it's you know, if they're if they have like very little thing to offer, and they're yeah, asking yeah. us to like offer a lot of value for them, then yeah, I'm yeah. like you know, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? I'm DKDK TV bitch. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> and on that note, that's the podcast. No, um... <laughs> yeah, keep up, believe. Now you shut, have one thousand listeners. You're so annoying. <laughs> It's not K-pop way, believe. It's believing K-pop. Go what? Oh, what? By the way, what? Think, I, I don't know. Uh, you were like, oh yeah, you're follow me on Instagram. I comes to U I U M Instagram. Oh, I was gonna promote you. Okay. Oh, okay. But you did it yourself. Oh, cute. I got, I got, uh, I, I got hurt playing hockey yesterday. I got a boo boo, and I posted oh, shit on saw, uh, Instagram. I so saw if you want to see the latest updates on my injury, <laughs> follow me on oh, wait, Instagram. Wait, <laughs> is that in the picture? You uh, getting like? No, wait, wait. No, that's not on, on Instagram. I Where put was on that? an Instagram story uh, because I was like in the you... hospital. Um, I, I got I got it like a. I, wait, I got... you went in the hospital? Yeah, because I got like um, I got a puck to the knee, and this really. Do you want to hear a really sad story? Sure. I think I'm getting ostracized by my hockey team or something. Um, because. No. Uh, so like I'm I'm like um. I'm like way younger than most people in the hockey team, okay. so maybe that's a thing. Um, like I don't really mm-hmm. communicate with them very well uh, because like uh-huh. they talk about their wives, and I I have no wife, no girlfriend. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. <laughs> I have my grapefruit. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so, I'm looking at this. I think you're like one of. There's like another young guy. It yeah, there's a like. few young guys now, but like they're they're okay. recent they're, they're recent recruits. So um. Oh, anyway. Okay. So I got I got like. I play defense. I'm a defenseman, and and I I got a shot to. The, I was kneeling down to block a shot, and then it hit between where it was unprotected uh, on my knee, and I was like, oh mm. fuck! <laughs> I was like crawling. <laughs> I was literally crawling from like the. Have you you seen a hockey rink, right? <laughs> from yes. From the uh from the goal crease to the bench, I was crawling. <laughs> Oh, literally and, and, and like screaming in agony and nobody fucking helped me no one helped you no one helped me. i mean the whistle the, the coach did not blow the whistle so i guess it was like still in place so like i guess that was one reason but like i was like lying down on the bench for five minutes and nobody really 
nobody talked to me. Wow. Have you been missing their stuff? Like missing... the games and stuff like that? Because oh, you've been out of town? No, 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 no. Uh, oh, I, I guess I missed a few practices because of going to L.A. Um, maybe. Um, and also, like, they like to drink after the games. The thing is, games end at, like, 1, 1.30 a.m., man. And it's Jeez. like, I'm not going to fucking drink on a Monday night at 1.30 a.m. You know, I have a life. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying they don't, don't have they a have life. Don't they have jobs? They have jobs, but they're, like, uh, older, so they, 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 they're higher up. So they can sleep, mm. I think. Um, and I can't sleep. Um, I can't so, sleep. Um, anyway, yeah. Um, I yeah. felt really sad yesterday. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, is it your, is your knee fine? Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I can walk. Um, I, I'm not. I, I've skipped hockey because of you today. Oh, you skipped hockey because of me? Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh! Well, this better. I, you know what? Yeah, this better okay. get. You got. You have to show me the screen cap. How many views? Are <laughs> okay, let me tell you. It's only gonna be because of you. It's not gonna okay. be because of me promoting it. Okay. Um, although I do promote them, it's not gonna be because of me. Unfortunately, maybe one day. Um, but <laughs> thank you, thank you, Danny, for coming on the podcast. Uh-huh. Thank you for suggesting that you come uh-huh. on the podcast. I'm kidding. Um, no, it was a joy to have you. It was a very candid conversation. Um, if you guys want, obviously, you can follow or subscribe to DKDKTV mm. on uh, YouTube. And they also have a Patreon as well um, where you can uh, contribute okay. funds so- to them. And you can possibly be in the Discord chat um, where yeah. they talk about, you know, uh, things like they foods. did yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Like great foods. Um, <laughs> yeah, right, right. And then if you want, you can follow them um, on Twitter and Instagram, uh, yeah. or Danny specifically. At Instagram, um, it's Kim. yes, yeah. it's yeah, his uh, Korean name. It's at it's G Y U M S T A G R A M, or you can just type in irrelevant Danny, yeah. um, which you know that's his uh, the meme that he has. Oh, you um, know that? Like, I don't know the story, but I remember oh, like okay. the little sticker like has oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you're irrelevant. Yeah, basically, on it. like people started calling me irrelevant because I said. I think I said like um, I said something like uh, Big Bang is not as relevant anymore as they mm-hmm. used to be, mm-hmm. which is a fucking fact. If you can't say that fact, <laughs> then I'm, I mean like get your head out of the fucking hole. Um, it's a fucking fact, um, and I, I mean they're still great. It's just like they're not as relevant um, as they were in their peaks. And and then people started calling me like you're irrelevant, and I'm like, oh hey, that's a great name. <laughs> So I'm irrelevant, irrelevant daddy. daddy. Oh, mm. nice. Yeah. Okay, and I like you're it. You're just Emily Heidel. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even okay. No, no haters just, yet. No. I'm just involved. I'm just here, and you're like trolling. No haters yet. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Got a long have, way to no, go. I have, an, I have a very, very, very yeah. long way to you're go. You're the undrafted um, Tom Brady, right now. Yikes. That's okay. Well, at least I, I'll be Tom. But Brady you will. Ha- you you have the Tom Brady path ahead of you oh, so thank you lots of haters oh, on your way and lots thank of super bowls yeah and lots of oh you're so sweet oh, oh my god oh. wait wait and you guys also need to follow dkdk on twitter at dkdktv92 yeah. um danny called somebody out yesterday for just tagging at dkdk instead of at dkdk yeah. uh tv92 yes yes so get that right um thank you danny for coming 
mm-hmm. on the podcast. Um, it's very much appreciated. Um, I can't wait for these a thousand listeners to hear you talk. So now you've been on, you were on uh, PD's PD. podcast for like an hour and a half, yeah. and now you're going to be on this one for like an hour and eleven minutes. So that's uh, two uh-huh. and a, well, two hours and forty minutes of free content. Whereas if you go to their uh-huh. Patreon, they have a podcast on there that you have to pay for. Pay so. For. Yes. Why pay Thanks. for it when you can get this shit for free on K-pop Believe? <laughs> Believe in K-pop <laughs> by Emily Heidel. You're getting yeah. you're getting five dollars uh, worth of shit, people. Here, this is I feel quality like I, I premium content. I shouldn't call this Believe in K-pop because I just like expose myself. Yeah, exactly. You know nothing about K-pop. <laughs> I know about like. Just Believe in third... BTS. <laughs> no, no. What's your favorite BTS song? Why does it matter, Ed? Why BTS? I, I know you're an army. <laughs> I am an army that appreciates K pop music. Oh. That's what I'd say. No, uh, my favorite. <laughs> I literally never say that. I don't can believe it. Can you, can, you, no, can, can you just like do me one favor? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I, I, no, 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 no. Please, please. I, 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 I'm spending <laughs> we didn't my even evening. touch the Karibu topic. I'm, I'm my not doing <laughs> On your podcast. You can do one thing. I, this is an unpaid no. gig, by the way, guys. This is unpaid. <laughs> and it's up on like, the internet for free. He messaged me saying, when am I going to be on your podcast? <laughs> what? Didn't oh, you DM? I, you did. Oh, really? Did I say that? Oh yeah, yeah, I actually say that. Yeah. No, but, but maybe but that'll just, be the that'll be the you, the you, promotion. Okay, go. Can you what? just do what? one no. Korean word, please? No, no. no. <laughs> I was like contemplating. I was like, should I talk just, about Korea booze? And he just, calls just, me a okay. Go. Just just one word, and then we'll end it on that. Okay. Do it. What word? What I no. Oh, okay, I thought you were gonna say the O one. I thought you were going to say oh, Opa? Opa? Oh, like, yeah, no. yeah. Just say Opa. Danny, no, Danny Opa. no, no, Cause, no. Because I'm an no. Opa for no. Emily. No. Weird. Is Opa. it? I'm Because I'm so mature, it doesn't feel like it. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not. No, I'm I'm literally, I feel. No. What a bore, bore party pooper. But, and what is it? Okay, so. Ah. Uh, I feel like, oh, no, I wanted to say I almost said it. And I this, don't is this is your job. This is your job. It's believe in K-pop. <laughs> Do you not believe in K-pop? Anyway? Believe in Korea booze. That's what <laughs> makes me sound like. Uh, no, just um, because you speak Korean doesn't mean you're <clears throat> It's okay. You can say oppa. Okay. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that. Um, Something else. Boraje. Uh, Boraje. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you and I feel good night. So American. Good night. No. Okay, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye. Okay. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection, ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.